Too Many Podcasts is brought to you in cooperation with the SJ Network. If you are a person who would like to appear on podcasts, contact Stephen Joyner at s-j-network.com. We now direct you to the Sherpa Chalet, where we will turn it over to Jim the Podcast Sherpa. How we got this job is anyone's guess. Today, on the Sherpa Screening Room, it's the conclusion of a two-part interview with the show's voiceover guy, Lord Mr. Bruce Goldberg. You'll also hear the story of the benefits of being a lord. Also the story of how someone glued the Sherpa's deck of cards together. Apparently, he couldn't deal with it. Coming to you from Sherpa Chalet in beautiful downtown Mount Podcastia, it's time for entertainment interviews in the Sherpa screening room. Grab an aisle seat and a bucket of popcorn, but don't crunch too loud or you'll miss the show. Now, he's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Welcome to the Sherpa Screening Room, Rebels of the Sherpa Lucian. This is a presentation of Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts and so much more. It's me, Jim, the podcast Sherpa, hanging out with you inside Sherpa Lou Studios, high atop beautiful Mount Podcastia in the Sherpa Chalet, of course. Where else would I be? And this week's episode is a continuation of last week's episode. We had a conversation with the amazing Lord Mr. Bruce, our voiceover guy. So if that voice sounds familiar, now you know where it came from. Of course, I knew that guy from somewhere. So we actually got a chance to hang out and talk about a lot of other different things, too. This was one big late-night lengthy conversation and just a lot of fun. And you never know where your conversations with Lord Mr. Bruce will go, but they're always interesting. So we're going to have a little bit more of them. Stay tuned right here, and off we go. Okay, so as you know, uh, we have a portion of the show, and it is called Shameless self-promotion, and uh, you oh, want to let everybody know about the, the biz you got going on, Bruce? Oh, no, not really. No, well, I've got a, I've, I've got a new record out. Uh, see, I'm, I'm a mime artist, too, where I, I just mime things. I don't say anything. And I have this new record out called The Sounds of Silence. So you can go out and get the new record. It's called The Sounds of Silence. You put the record on your turntable, you press the button, and you hear nothing. Zero. You, you could be covering Marcel Marceau. Well, that's it. That's what I am. Well, he came out with an album called The Sounds of Silence, too. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't use that. I didn't use his name in the joke because I thought you guys wouldn't know who Marcel Marceau was. <laughs> well, maybe listeners who were like, who? <laughs> who? Look at yeah. Who? <laughs> yeah, well, I've got to be careful what I say because yeah, the, the joke might fall flat because you don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I've heard of that album, too. It's like uh, one of the, it's like there's four tracks on it and like. Two of them are just complete silence, and the mm. other half are just applause. <laughs> oh, really? I thought that's, the whole thing was silent. <laughs> yeah, I, and I saw one today. Um, a, a an hour's worth of a baby crying. I just saw that today. Seriously, that that's 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 a good gift to give to someone. <laughs> Hearing a crying baby for an hour on a record. That's it. <laughs> Be, I guess you want people to leave, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm giving people ideas for Amazon. Hang on a minute. We'll get it onto Amazon and eBay. Quick, quick. Put it up. Crying baby, <laughs> one hour. Sorry, sorry, Jim. I, I get carried away with my entrepreneurism. 
There's always something going on with you, my friend. I know. There is. There is. I could tell you about a new business I've just launched, but it's not available in America yet. It's only available here. But there's no point promoting it. Um, but what else can I give you? A selfless promotion. Um, eat less sugar. That'll work. Yeah. Eat less sugar. Well, I always have your link on my show notes if anybody wants to use your uh, voiceover services. But I know that you're you're usually quite busy with that. No, I'm always always busy with voiceovers. Um, but you know, if anyone wants to use me, you're more than welcome. But um, yeah, if you want an Australian accent, that is, I can't. I I mean, people ask me to, to do American accents occasionally, and I really can't do them that well. It sounds like it's put on, but I could possibly learn how to do it. But you know, it's funny. Accents are funny because. When Americans try to put on an Australian accent, it sounds like a Cockney English person from England. Right. And I, I was running this by someone the other day. Here's something about accents. If I don't know if I've ever told you this, but something to think about, for everyone to think about. Let's say, for example, I'm here in Australia and I lock myself in a room. Have I told you this before? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Or I must be sort of locked in the room. Hang on. Yeah. I'm locked in the room. And all I hear is American television for a year. That's all I hear. Nothing else. Okay. Only American voices. That's all I hear. Now, when I come out of that room, I will not have an American accent or a twine in my voice. I'll still have the full Australian accent. But if I go over to America and spend a year there, I could possibly end up with an American accent or a twine in my Australian accent being American, being a part of an American accent. Isn't that fascinating? So, is it just hearing the actual voice? Is that what it is that in real communication? I or you, you, I can't explain how accents work. I just can't explain it. I, I think it's something to do with geographical distance or something along that line because even if you've got an American and you, you, you trapped him in a room instead of the television set, and you spoke to him for a year, Would he, he would probably get an Australian accent if he was in Australia, but the chances are that I won't get an American accent because I'm in Australia. Hmm. Go, go figure that out. Isn't that weird? That is, that is unusual. <laughs> and it's the same in reverse. I mean, if, you know, if you're American, if Jim came out here to live, and he, you know, just went out places or whatever he, for a year. He might get a, an Australian twang in, in his voice or might get an Australian accent. Who knows? Um, but on the other hand, he mightn't. But there's a chance he will. But if he was locked in a, a room in America with an Australian, the Australian would get the American accent, but he wouldn't get the Australian accent. <laughs> That's wild. Isn't that wild? It's It's just like... When you pull, you, you pull the, the bath um, plug out, the water goes in one direction down the drain in America, but in Australia, it goes in the opposite direction. I always thought that was a myth. No, it's true. It it's 100% true. true. It is. And there's a border. I can't remember the country. There's a border on the equator where it's a, it's a third world, but they've painted this um, line. And when you walk on one side of the line, everything goes in the opposite direction to walking over this other thin line. It's really bizarre. I've seen the video of it. It's true. <laughs> and and for those people that don't believe me, when you when you flush the toilet or pull a plug of water out, it goes in the opposite direction here in Australia because 
we're at the other side of the equator. Hmm. So I suppose that would also make sense for New Zealand too, because New Zealand's just four hours from us or eight or whatever it is uh, by aer- aeroplane. So yeah, isn't that weird? Sorry. So we've covered science, math. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've covered everything. <laughs> the Sherpa Chalet we're going to cover next. So what is the Sherpa Chalet made out of? The dreams are very short people. Oompa Loompas. <laughs> oh, I know. I think there's a, a copyright thing there. I can't say that word. Oh, what about? Hey, both the Blaine, the Blaine. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he's been gone for a while. We might be able to get away with that. Yeah, he committed suicide, that guy, didn't he? Um, Tattoo. His name was Tattoo. Yeah, Hervé Ir- Villachet. That's him. Yeah. Um, That's him. I don't remember how he passed, actually. Yeah, I think he, I think he committed suicide. Hmm. Yeah, the other the other guy, the boss, I think he just died of old age. Right. Uh Ricardo Monteblan. Yeah, that's him. How do you know all the how do you know all this? <laughs> I just have tons of useless information trapped in my brain, Ruth. This is this this is totally ad lib this interview, for those that are wondering. It's not pre-rehearsed or anything. I don't have any scripts, nothing. <laughs> totally off the top of the head. Yeah, and he knows all these. Even the things. math we didn't know, we had to look it up. Well, we had to use the 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 Sherpa Chalet calculator converter. And I had to use the, the, the Batcave calculator here. You know we drive on the wrong side of the road, don't you? <laughs> we do. Well, we drive well, on the opposite the right side of the road. No, we, we, drive on the, we, we drive on the left side of the road. Yes, that I know. Yeah. And your steering, your steering wheels are on the other side too. That's correct. That, that is 100% correct. Yes, because I remember when I was watching the Wolf Like Me show, they, they were living in Australia and... You could tell, you know, when they would, whenever they would drive down the street that, you know, you'd say, wait a minute. And then you realized, oh, yeah, they're in Australia, so everything is the opposite. Yeah, that's right. Opposite, totally opposite. Yeah. Isn't that weird? But you know how all that started? I, I did some research in this. Uh, it was from the horse and carriage days. Okay. That's how it got adapted. That's how it took it all. That's what caused it all to happen with the cars, because horse and carriage everywhere in the world decided to do their own thing. And that's how it started. But we're, we've got the English side of us here because we're the part of the Commonwealth. So, right. Prince, so King Charles is our king as well, for those that don't know. So the connection with England is like the, the British Union Jack is in our flag. So right. we're still part of England, sort of, Commonwealth. And he's on our coins and, well, the Queen before she died was on our coins too. But now King Charles is. He's our king too, so mm-hmm. for those that don't know. Did you know that? Yes, that I did know. And, uh, but you I know you've got a, your prime minister too. We've got a prime minister, yeah. Yeah, we, have a, we don't have a president, we have a prime minister. Speaking of presidents and prime and, and all that sort of thing, Biden and Trump it's going to be. It's going to be a showdown that, with those two again. Yeah, anyway, let's not talk politics. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the IRS. No, 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 let's not talk about them. <laughs> no, nah, you don't want to talk about those guys either. <laughs> no, nah, you don't want to talk about them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Little joke we've got, Jim and I, about that. Um, something I know. Um, what else can we talk about? All right. I can let's let take, you let's take a call, my friend. <laughs> let's take a call from a listener. Oh, hang on. We haven't got any listeners. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what I want to ask you? Um, the, the Lord, Mr. Bruce, that you are Lord, actually a Lord. Lord. Lord Bruce of Glencoe, Scotland. Because you found this out through your, through your family, right? That that they own yeah. land. Was that what the story? Yeah, my was? family. Well, my family's from Scotland in the mm-hmm. UK, and 
Um, when you get a plot, a, a, not a, a plot of land, uh, you can become a lord. So it's it's sort of like buy yourself the title. Right. Okay. So as a birthday present, I got a gift from my niece who lives in Scotland, and um, I became a lord. There you go, a, a real true Scottish lord. Yeah, <laughs> but I wouldn't stand up in any court or anywhere. But it helps getting um, upgrades in, on airlines. <laughs> Can you do that? Don't you know who I am? Yeah, don't you know? Well, I've, I've done it. And they go, oh, oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord Bruce, you, you, um, a first class for you. Thank you. Even though I paid economy, but, you know. <laughs> you know, I was so broke last Christmas that my my family and friends bought me a pretendo. That's where you play to, you pretend to play video games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'll joke that one. <laughs> Jim, I've never heard you laugh so so much in a podcast. <laughs> oh, you usually just, break me up, my friend. <laughs> they're usually straight and conservative, like uh, really conservative, like, hello, Jim. Yes, uh, I'm an expert at doing absolutely nothing, and um, that's why I'm on this podcast today, doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> doing Which no- is usually more than I can do. Which is double nothing. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So I thought, you know, why not have a bit of fun? Why not? World's a miserable place at the moment. That is true. But at least, well, we, at least we can laugh over some things, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when, I think, when, I, when I hear it's snowing in the US, I think of the Sherpa Chalet. I think that chalet must be getting absolutely snowed in. We, we, we just got to find somebody with a shovel. I think that'll be probably That's be right. the next Oh, there's a lot of shovel around here. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> The BS comes out thick and fast around here. <laughs> How was Santa Claus, by the way? Because he, he's near you at the Sherpa. He's one of your neighbors, isn't he, at the Sherpa Chevrolet? Yeah, he always tells me to keep it down a little bit, and maybe he'll consider... Uh... Keep it down? Have you been taking that Viagra again? <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw one of my recent video posts uh, that actually he, he thinks that I have some of his reindeer with me. And I oh, won't, really? I won't confirm or deny that statement. Oh, really? Okay. When I pop by next, can you can you give me a ride on one? <laughs> Why not? They can pull my. They can pull the sleigh. We've got reindeer and 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 of course flying saucers. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine Batman, Robin? Quick, Robin, to the reindeer. Let's go. <laughs> Is he gonna catch the Joker by going down his chimney? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was just reading about Caesar Romero just a minute ago, before we started this conversation. Okay. Isn't that weird? <laughs> And he, he put the makeup on over his mustache. So that That's he, right. Uh, Joker's mustache. He, he, he refused to film the series in the 60s, Batman, if he had he had to cut his mustache, uh, shave his mustache. What's what's it called? Mustache. Mustache. You call it a mustache. mustache. <laughs> I'm trying to do the American accent here. Uh, yeah. So he refused to do it. So if you will look carefully on Batman from the 60s, Caesar's got white Pan, uh, pa- it's pancaked on, really, like really full on to yeah. hide the the mis- You can't notice it. Yeah, I guess, it, and the camera's usually far away, far away enough yeah. from him that you that you couldn't tell. But God, you know that that series was so ahead of its time. Oh, absolutely! It was so ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Ugh. Look, I mean, I used to love it when I was a kid. Because I mean, it's been rerun, run and rerun and rerun for. It only went three seasons, didn't it? It was something like that. Yeah, it wasn't as long yeah. as, uh, and, and they said it was actually because it was getting too expensive. That's why they, that's right. 
had a choice. Another network tried to pick it up, but they'd already ruined the sets. They already got rid of the sets from the lot. Right. Where the back cave was and all that. And it was too costly to build it all again. So that was it. That was the end of it all after three seasons. And then they had a spin off called Batgirl, which right. I've seen. Uh, there, it's available. If you Google it or you look for it on YouTube, you'll find it. Uh, it's called Batgirl. And um, Yvonne Craig. That's it. Yvonne Craig in her pinkish looking, purplish outfit. Um, yeah, she, she, it's just about her. It's not Batman. Right. And the Green Hornet also was a spin off. The Green Hornet. Well, that fight, yeah, with Bruce Lee and what was the other guy? Yeah. But there's also a a rare tape you can find of, of, uh, Burt Ward auditioning for Batman. Really? Yeah, he's auditioning. He's told to roll on the on the mat and all that sort of thing. And he auditions with Adam West. And then there's another two people trying to play Batman and Robin auditioning as well. One of them's pretty famous. I can't remember his name. That's how famous he is. Um, but yeah, there's another two doing the same script. And it's part of Hey Diddle Riddle, the first um, episode, I think, of the whole series. Okay. Yeah, so there, there's some homework for all the podcast listeners if they've stayed listening to this this uh, gibberish for this long. Um, so, yeah, have a look because it does exist. I've seen it. Okay, well, we'll have to give uh, the Rebels of the Shirt Pollution a little bit of homework. Rebels of the Shirt. Yeah, have you got the membership badges yet I told you to make? <laughs> well, they, they're on construction paper, so they're, they're kind of oh. hard to mail out. Because I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting for mine. I'm, I mean... I'm going blue here, holding my breath. <laughs> I'll have to email you a template. <laughs> email me a template. I want a badge. <laughs> That's about the closest we're going to get to a badge, my friend. I-, I think it's time we gave you a new intro for the show. Hmm. We, we could have the Bruce and Jim, Jim and Bruce shows talking about absolutely nothing, <laughs> like a Seinfeld show. <laughs> Did, didn't we kind of do that with too many 80s songs? <laughs> No, we spoke about 80s songs. <laughs> How well did that go? I can't even remember. Um, let me see. I, I think in the grand scheme of things, we finished right behind uh, Static. <laughs> Beside, behind, we had as many listeners as Marcel Marceau, right? <laughs> That's right. What a, okay. Anyway, I'm waiting for my, my check from Spotify. <laughs> yeah, don't hold your breath with that one. No, no, I'm, I'm sure it'd be a massive amount of money, like one cent or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how artists make money more anymore. Well, they've got to all perform live now because Spotify just doesn't pay. Yeah, like, I, well, I've they heard, pay, but they don't pay a lot. Yeah, I've heard stories. I don't really know what their deal is, but since I'm on Spotify for podcasters and sets my platform, I'll I'll, I'll be polite. <laughs> Yeah, I will, well, I will I mean, demur, my friend. Spotify is brilliant. No, no, don't, don't get me wrong; it is brilliant. I don't want another defamation case, please. Um, they are brilliant, okay. Um, but but really, the amount they're paying an artist—that's well, it's not much, really, is it? Right. That's why they've all got to perform live. I know when, like, uh, when you subscribe to like Sirius XM, there's a portion of that that that's actually artist royalties, and they actually spell that out for you. But I've never seen that in. In Spotify, it just seems to be like a flat rate that you're paying. So who knows the percentage of, you know, who's getting paid and how much? Well, there is some articles about it where you get a million plays and you you couldn't even survive even if you got a million plays. Right. 
You couldn't buy even a, a secondhand Big Mac on eBay. <laughs> I wonder what that would taste like, a secondhand Big Mac on eBay. <laughs> I'll try and banish that thought from my mind. W- w- would it still come with a two or beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, on a sesame seed bun? Yes, by the way, McDonald's also not a sponsor. <laughs> oh, oh, are they? Oh. No, they're not. <laughs> oh, they're not? Oh, okay. Hi, Ronald. Love you, Ronald. Do you, do you still have Ronald McDonald over there? Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, we did. We don't. They phased it out. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they use, like, the image, but they don't really use it in, in advertising or anything like that. Well, you know, you know they've changed their name here in Australia? We're the only country in the world McDonald's has changed its name to Macca's. Really? Yeah. I mean, we still, like, I still know it as McDonald's, but they're calling it Macca's now. Huh. That I did it's, not know. Yeah, they call it Macca's. Um, um, and I, I love the, um, what's a thing with Ray Kroc's story? The, 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 what was that movie he was in about right. McDonald's? Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the guy who franchised the. Uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Ray Kroc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who stole it off the McDonald's brothers and, and mm-hmm. screwed them over and. Uh, the founder, the founder. That's what it's called. Right. That's, that's great right. movie. Great movie. Very inspirational for those entrepreneurs. This founder. Hmm. Um, yeah. So we're caught. Yeah. And Burger King here is called Hungry Jacks. Hungry Jacks. Yeah, Hungry Jacks. Now that that's because of a a a, um, a licensing agreement. But we did have Burger King here at one stage before they were legally taken down because of Hungry Jacks. But it's exactly the same menu as Burger King, Hungry Jacks. And Macca's is is still McDonald's, just rebranded as Macca's, just it made it Australian. Because Australians shorten things. Like we call ourselves Aussies, or there's Macca's instead of McDonald's, um, or the Golden Arches, or other nicknames we give it. So to make it more Australian sounding, they, they said, okay, let's change it to Macca's. So they did. They got permission to do it, which is hard to believe. So nowhere else in the world, McDonald's is known by anything else other than here in Australia is Macca's, but people my age still call it McDonald's. Hmm. There we go. See, we, we just came full circle <laughs> back to Australian tourism. Because the people oh, yeah, are there. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Australia. Like, Where's my check? Where's my McDonald's there. So for those people listening from other parts of the world, sorry, we've left you out. <laughs> so, so let's talk about other countries. <laughs> New York, London, Paris, Munich. Everybody's talking about pop music. You see, that's it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's listeners from all over the world of the Sherpa Chalet, isn't there? That there are, yes. Where, where's the majority of your listeners? Um, mostly in the United States. I think Australia, yeah. believe it or not, I believe is the second highest. Oh, uh, really? We're the second yep. highest. Okay. Yeah, most of well, the speaking language uh, countries are, are up top, like in Canada also and, and Great Britain mm-hmm. as well. You know, I can't tell the difference between an American and a Canadian accent. It's very slight. <laughs> it's you could, words. But I, yeah, but a lot of you guys, you guys can't tell the difference between an Australian and an, and an English person or a New Zealander. See, I, I've actually been kind of learning the dif- the difference. Just I think from all the people that I've spoken to, that I can kind of pick up on a lot of little different things. Well, there's a little colony in South Australia which has an English accent. Okay. Go figure that out. Go figure that out. So <laughs> if you talk to anyone in South Australia, you could get a pretty strong English accent and you get mistaken for an Australian accent. They'd get mistaken for an Australian accent. 
<laughs> so we've gone back. We've done a full circle back into accents again. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Which is it must be because it's 28 degrees here. Um, <laughs> I won't convert that again. <laughs> yeah, so what, what, tell me who in the past, who, who have you just recently interviewed? I mean, well, what have you spoken about? The last one I did was a gentleman by the name of Mike Spedden. And uh, he's an actor. He was on the TV show Gotham. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Gotham, yeah, we also We had a very big uh, commercial over here a few years back mm. uh, for a, uh, a law firm. And he played a, Vi- he played a Viking in the commercial. <laughs> All right. And uh, also uh, Eddie Deason, who was in Greece. What position did he play in Greece? He, was, he, he played uh, the role of Eugene. Eugene. Was that the nerd? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Yeah. I mean, I've got some stuff coming up too, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> After like some of my begging and pleading too. <laughs> oh, really? But you're getting there with bigger artists, bigger, bigger, bigger um, artists. Right. As you, your, your base grows, the listener base grows, you see. <laughs> yep. I'm trying. I'm trying, Lord Mr. Bruce. Yeah, you know who you should try and get hold of? The people that do the voices for The Simpsons. Oh, I would love that. That would be that would be a lot of fun. You, you know, I, I'll give you some trivia. You know who used to do the – do you remember that cartoon show called McGilla Gorilla? Sure. Hey, it's me, McGilla Gorilla. You know that one? <laughs> Mr. Peebles? Yeah, that's him. You know who did the voiceover for that? No. Sam the Butcher from The Brady Bunch. Oh, okay. All right. I could see that. That, that actor. I don't know. He, I can't remember his name, but he did McGilla Gorilla. I couldn't believe it. Huh. And you know who did Mr. Magoo? Oh, that was Jim Backus. That I know. Yeah. From Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Right. Oh, lovey. Yes, lovey. Oh, lovey. Yeah, he, he'd be a lord. That they created him into a lord in Scotland. Really? <laughs> well, he could have been because he acted like, you know, I don't get it. I don't get Gilligan's Island. They went on a three-hour tour. How could they have taken that many clothes for a three-hour tour? <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's a lot of plot holes in that TV show. Well, yeah, the SS Minnow. I mean, you know, didn't they have the brains? The professor have the brains to fix the damn boat? <laughs> they they right. made cars and everything else, but they couldn't fix the boat. I just don't get it. How, how, do, you, how do you go on a three-hour tour and take that much luggage with you? I guess had a change of clothing so much during the TV shows from the '60s, Bruce. Well, I mean, you know, it's 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 classic stuff though. They don't make TV shows like that anymore, like Brady Bunch or actually Brady Bunch and and Gilligan's Island were written by the same guy, Sherwood Schwartz, wasn't it? Yep, yeah, same producer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, they don't make them anymore, like that Batman, Gilligan's, Brady Bunch, Happy Days. We just had Henry Winkler out here, actually. He's coming really? back again. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, we've got quite a few uh, people visiting here at the moment because of summer. There you go. So what's, what else is happening in New York? <laughs> hey, let me give you an intro. This New York update is brought to you by Jim from the Sherpa. <laughs> you need a Sherpa, just call Jim. <laughs> what is happening in New York? Oh, oh what's just the usual York? fun I mean, stuff. We know about the Long Island serial killer suspect. We know about him. Yeah, what else is happening? And congestion pricing. That's that's the next big thing. What's that? It's uh, that they want people paying tolls to go into the city during certain hours of the day, like every day. Oh, we've got that already here. 
You do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, everything's told here. Like, you go through a tunnel, it's told. Go over the bridge, it's told. Yep. Yeah, this is even just, like, dr- just driving through the city. It's not so much. Yeah. Oh, the UK's got that. Keeps yeah. you out the city that way. Yeah. I feel sorry for work people that have to work there and drive and get hit with the toll or own businesses. Right. That's really bad. Well, that's been the hot so, debate. Like, are they going to do uh, it or are they not going to do it? And Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the crime like at the moment now in New York? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, the, all the news reports say that it's down. But me, meanwhile, there's always like a, a story every day about some sort of, you know, a, a stabbing or a shooting or someone getting shoved in the subway. So beware if you go into New York City, folks. That's all I can say. It's still a nice place, though. Yeah. Apart from the killing. <laughs> Apart from the killing, the drive-bys. That's we right. get them here. Yeah, we get them here. And, and you know, guns are illegal here. You can't own a gun. At all? At all. Unless you're a cop or yeah. a soldier. Or you got a special license, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you can leave your guns behind if you're coming here. Well, yeah, that, that's a good... Uh... <laughs> but we still <laughs> have drive-bys. Your Uncle yeah, Bruce. Yeah, but we still, have, we still have drive-by shootings, though. Still happen because they illegally get hold of the firearms. Right. Yeah. Still I think that's a... half the problem anywhere. Just, you know, the people aren't owning guns. You know, the people who own them legally aren't really causing the problem half the time. It's usually the other people who, who shouldn't be with them. Shouldn't that's be right. Home. That's right. But, you know, it, it, look, you're going to get rot- rotten apples no matter where you go and what you do. Absolutely. There's always, there's always rotten apples in any, any business, anywhere, in, in, in any country, business, anywhere. You, you you can't be everything to everybody. It's impossible. Very true. Sir. Very true. Yeah. Anything else we... you want to talk about today? <laughs> I think we've covered it all. We've done math, science, true crime, uh, real crime, <laughs> and uh, no crime. Australian tourism and converting and no crime. <laughs> and and classic TV and and classics. Yes, and 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 um, tourism and. Fireworks. We've talked about everything, Jim. Yep, I think we've got it covered, sir. Do you think there's life on other planets, Jim? I think so. Yeah, I do too. You know, you know, for one planet to just have everything that seems kind of unlikely, you know, and that's right. It, I remember Neil deGrasse Tyson saying it's kind of arrogant to presume that we're the only ones that have intelligent life. So who's to say that? Right. You know, it may, it may be a completely different form of life. Yeah. But, but isn't it, it may just be beyond our our grasp that we will may never know of these other places? But I think it's yeah. out there. Yeah, it is. But it, don't you think it's strange when we always search for intelligent life? We're always pointing away from Earth. <laughs> <laughs> what does that tell you? <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. Oh, <laughs> someone's trying to ring me. It's the bat phone. <laughs> I'll let you go. I got to go. All right. Thank you very much, Bruce. See you, Jim. Take care. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. Be a rebel. Follow the show at Share Pollution on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. A very special thanks to, of course, my buddy, Lord Mr. Bruce Goldberg, for hanging out on the show and making this always an interesting conversation. And we hope that you've enjoyed it and you can hear this show on podcast apps everywhere, SherPollution.com or the SherPollution YouTube page. And I haven't mentioned this lately, but if you 
leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts, you, yes, you, the one who were listening, can be eligible to win podcast merchandise from the T-Sherpa shop. I had to make it a little musical. <laughs> I don't know why. And we will be back next week with an episode of Too Many Podcasts, and I will be interviewing a guy named Parks McGregor, and Parks, his nickname is Cross, and he has a podcast called Crossman Production. And it's really inspiring stuff. So I got to know Parks for a little bit. We had a little conversation. And of course, we will have more Sherpa samples. And who knows what else? So keep on listening and stay subscribed. You can also follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, X, and TikTok. Sherpolution, that's the word you need to know. I will be there. And you can keep up with all the happenings of this show. Happenings, I like that. We're a happening, yeah. Okay, my voice is just about gone. <laughs> Here we go again, Rebels. But thank you once again for listening, and we'll see you next time. And viva la Sherpolution. Thanks for listening to the Sherpa Screening Room. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast. I'm Mr. Bruce, and this has been a Sherpa Loose Studios production. Viva la Sherpolution. You know, Rebels, if you've been checking out some of my promotional ads on social media, you will be aware that I have been using a lot of AI programs to help me create ads. But you know what? There's a lot more uses for AI than just funny little videos. And I'd like to introduce one of our new sponsors, Podium. It is a leader in creating AI tools for podcasters. Now, let's say you've got a podcast or maybe you're even thinking of doing a podcast. You're probably wondering, well, how can AI be integrated with your workflow? I'll tell you about Podium. As a podcaster, you know that writing show notes and creating chapters and transcribing episodes takes a lot of time and it can cost you a lot of money too. But you know what? That's where Podium comes in. It's an AI tool designed specifically for creators and podcasters with the goal of making post-production tasks quick and easy. And in just a few minutes, Podium generates show notes, chapters, summaries, clips for social media, a full transcript, suggested episode titles, social media posts, and more. Whew, that's a lot of work for one little program. You're show notes are key to your podcast success because it helps new listeners find your podcast and they'll know if it's a fit for them. You know, it kind of like too many podcasts. It also improves your SEO. That's your search engine optimization. Ooh, big phrase there. And overall accessibility. And with Podium, you can focus on creating a great podcast and let Podium's AI do the heavy lifting. But Podium isn't just for solo creators and podcasters. It's a game changer for editors, producers, marketers, agencies, and production studios. Teams that use Podiums are able to increase workloads, decrease turnaround times, and improve their quality. How does it work? Very easy. First, go to Podium's website, and you'll see that link that's right there in the show notes. You get three hours free just to try it. Pretty cool, huh? And using that link also supports this show as well. And you know what else happens? Because I'm a good guy. You use my link, you will get 50% off for your first month. So visit the site, upload an MP3 file, and download your files, and that's it. And if you need anything else, you can use Podium GPT to generate articles and any marketing copy you might need in seconds, instant show notes, transcripts, chapters for your podcaster channel. This will level up that podcast. So check out Podium today.